You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology on WMR.FM. It's the 27th of January, 2022. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And we're going to have a fun one today. We got uh, we got our friends from SEO Clarity, uh, Mark Traphagen and uh, uh, Middle Gandhi coming back on to talk about, um, well, a little bit more on the, um, the click-through study, but uh, a new rollout they have. Um, they're calling it the the, the zero edge rollout. We're gonna we're gonna get them to explain uh, what SEO Clarity is up to and what zero edge is in a few minutes. But uh, before we get there, um, it's been a uh, uh, interesting week to say the least. Um, Dave, um, you remember, remember about this time last year we were talking about the federated learning of cohorts flock. I I do I do remember this. Uh, we, we we came up with new names like a flock of silly and stuff like that. Well, um, flock has um, flown the coop. Um, it's not there anymore. It doesn't exist. It's been uh, nailed to the wall like Jello, like many Google products. Um, they're replacing it with uh, something called Topics API, and I don't know if this means advanced programming interface or just API. But um, <laughs> um. Okay, so first off, federated learning of cohorts gone. Um, that I still honestly can't tell you. Even we even had Alan Connect come in and try to explain what it was. I still can't, honestly don't know what they were trying to do there. Um, have you heard about Topics API or Topics API? You know, I, I dove into it deeply when I found out about four minutes before we went to air about it, Jim. <laughs> and it probably makes about as much sense now as it will a month from now when you know more about it. Um, yeah, from what I do know, like I, you know, I've now like, like on their, on their blog post about it and sort of skimmed through it. Um, if it is what I believe, and I'm pretty sure it is, um, I, I credit them with going to their core because they've done things like this in ads. Like a lot of their, their systems, I, I think are inspired by things they've already done pretty well. Like you can already mm-hmm. do targeting based on these sorts of things. So to then go, okay, let's move that in there. Let's put everything to the browser. Um, let's basically let the browser manage what they are. And then we can do like sort of an anonymous connection between the browser and the, the sort of ad system to connect the dots there. It, it, it makes a lot more sense to me. Um, and their dominance in the browser market just, you know, obviously makes that something that others will have to chase them on rather than them have to chase others on. Okay. So first off, the, the majority of, uh, of web users are using a Chrome browser, be it on their, their um, desktop device or, or on their, on their phones, um, unless they're, they're Apple users. Um, but uh, in the Chrome browser, Google will be tracking users based on a, a, a topics that they are interested in, um, according to uh, Ginny Maven, who, Ginny Marvin, sorry, who, who used to write for Search Engine, uh, Search Engine Land is now 
working directly at Google. Um, with topics, your browser determines a handful of topics like fitness or travel, transportation, um, that, that represent your top interests for that week based on your browsing history. Topics are only kept for three weeks and then old topics are deleted. Um, their topics are selected entirely on your device without any external servers, including Google servers. So when you visit a participating site, Topics picks just three topics, one topic from each of the past three weeks to share with the site and with the advertising partners of that site. Topics enables browsers to give you a meaningful transparency and control over this data because in Chrome, Google's going to let uh, users um, set controls themselves, uh, let them see topics that, that have been chosen for them to remove any that they don't like or disable the feature completely. So based on, on Chrome browsing history, Google's going to be feeding advertisers data on stuff you might be interested in, which will change uh, every three weeks or so. Yeah. Makes sense. Do you, you, know, you know that uh, this reminds me of uh, uh, when I first read this, I thought, this is like, like how, how, how is that enough information to really, really uh, uh, target somebody? I know you're talking, but then I thought about that. Um, that uh, application that was developed for people who got who get lost, where they where you describe three things nearby and with uncanny accuracy, they can place where you are in the world. Perhaps you know, perhaps with enough data, and just limited data points from the individual, you can actually get a, a pretty striking representation of what those people are interested in. Well, very much, and of course, we're also not looking at like because this is for advertising, right? Like as as it's as it's predominant purpose. So I don't really care what Dave wanted to buy a year ago. What I want to know is what are Dave have it right now so that I can like funnel some, some advertising to Dave and, and get him to like make Google some more money. Um, so I, I do think the window makes sense. And also they needed to set some cutoff. Otherwise, you know, they'd have some big problems, not just on privacy, but on like advertising to me or something like that. Do you think that, um, that 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 topics API will solve the Wanamaker conundrum? You you, you remember the, the 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 old Wanamaker quote? I know that uh, half my advertising dollar is wasted. I just don't know which half. Yeah, I, I do know the quote. I don't think it'll solve the problem. Um, but in advertising, like Google's driving so many of us to automated systems anyway, that you really have no idea. You have to go, I hope my CPA is good. And if it is, just go, go ahead and waste it. And probably 70% of my, my advertising dollar is going to be wasted, um, you know, with something like Performance Max or something. I won't know what it is, but as long as my CPA is, you know, acceptable, then, then there we go. Um, so I think with the, the direction Google's moving, I think it could, except with the direction that they're heading with advertising we're losing so much of the clarity we used to have in a lot of our, our campaigns um, that I think that's already there is what I, what I'm sort of getting at. And, uh, and so no, this you know, is one more function of it. I don't spend a lot of time on the, uh, on the paid search uh, side of things, but have these changes um, affected the efficacy of a, of a paid advertising? Are, are you, are you seeing the same bang for the client buck? Um. Yeah, I mean, it depends on, on the, the campaign size and you can get around them, right? But like if you're running large, large, large scale campaigns and you're probably going to want to get really granular, but it's worth the time of having your paid search people in there doing manual work all the time. But if you're running these small campaigns, you know, two, $3,000 a month or something like that, having somebody fine tuned to a degree of, of sort of perfection was cost prohibitive. You were spending as much on, on management as you were on, on actually the bits. Um, so I think a lot of these systems do come in pretty strongly, as long as you have a good idea of how much you're willing to spend on a, on a conversion. Um, you can do a pretty good job with them with a lot less effort. Um, or if you are running elaborate campaigns as sort of your catch-all, like I have my really specific campaigns and then there's just these ones where yes, my impressions are going to be like through the roof, hundreds of thousands or millions. And I know that I'm spending like on 70, 80% crap clicks, but they're at like a fifth the price. So it's okay. <laughs> like, and, and in the end, my CPAs are the same, which at the end of the day, I don't care. Like I don't care what, what's happening. I just care $1 went in. Did I get $2 out? 
Like that's the only thing on paid search that you care about is are, are you are you pulling out more than you're putting in? So, um, so you know they're they're shoring up their their inventory use, good. But I think at the end of the day, um, yeah, we're spending a lot probably as a percentage on clicks that are wasted. But are we our dollar in dollar out still seems to be at this stage. Uh, pretty favorable from from some of the things like Performance Max and, and the smart campaigns uh, that I've tested anyway and, and rolled out, but their success seems to indicate that others are having the same sort of experience that I am. No, it, it's funny. I see on um, on Twitter, Facebook, um, or, or in forums uh, uh, how people in the PPC world and the paid world are a little bit worried about um, how Google is taking the transparency away and becoming a little bit more opaque. You know, the, the, the work is being done by the machine, not in cooperation or conjunction with the machine. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, over in the SEO world, a uh, survey was done the other day uh, asking, uh, asking SEOs if, uh, if Google were to be 100% transparent about how to rank organically and its ranking factors, would, uh, would the search engine results pages be, uh, would they be better or would they be worse? <laughs> surprisingly or maybe not surprisingly to this audience um 78.3 percent of respondents uh guessed worse well only 21.7 percent said better right so we know the percentage of black hatters who would want to take advantage of that <laughs> Indeed, What's eh? going on? Like, like way to out yourself industry um okay yeah I, I think that was pretty clear. You get like, they gave us a little toolbar, said, here's your page rank. And the first thing every SEO did was like, <laughs> oh, I can put a value on that. All right. And then we broke it. Right? Like, so, yes, yeah, they, I, I don't blame them for not telling us anything other than there was a core update. Figure it out yourselves. Right? Like, that's sort of what they do. And I get it because we break things when they give us anything more. Um, okay. A couple more stories. We, um, we have uh, we have middle and we have uh, uh, Mark sitting in the in 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 the, in the green room just just waiting to get on. So I, I want to get through really quickly. Um, anyone out there, if you're looking at a Google dark screen and it just won't go back to that bright screen that you're used to, it's because you clicked on something that said put Google into dark mode, which is kind of like their carbon saving mode. It doesn't backlight your screen. It 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 shows a a, a dark Google screen to uh, conserve energy. And it's annoying as heck because I tried to use it. I, I want this conservative energy as much as I can. And you can't see a darn thing on the screen. And unfortunately, if you click at the wrong time, you're stuck in a bug because it ain't clicking back. Google's working on it. If you're stuck with a dark Google screen, um, maybe try uh, flushing all flushing all your cookies and um, uh, uh, resetting your browser. But I think Google has to work their way out of this bug before you get to see what you're looking at again. Um, Probably. Now, in, in, in a perk, you know, like where, where there are losers, there are winners, you know, a few people might try out Edge again, you know, might. Like, all right, I guess I guess we're doing a, it's a Firefox thing. Let's download that and give it a go. Um, you know, while they, while they wait this out. So, hey, maybe somebody yeah. will benefit. It's this weird thing between uh, Chrome and Firefox. One of them becomes like bloated and just like impossible to use. And then you go back to the other and then like six months later, it becomes bloated and impossible to use. So you got to go back to the it's horrible. And then, of course, there's always Opera. <laughs> if, uh, if you want a real user experience, um, especially like a, a, a Linux, like a, Opera all the way. Okay. We have uh, we have a couple of friends sitting uh, sitting waiting to come on. Um, Messio Clarity. We have uh, we have Middle Gande and uh, Mark Traphagen. Um, they're talking about a uh, technology in SEO Clarity called Clarity Automate. They're unsure what Zero Edge is. Never trust the media. We don't know what the heck we're talking about most of the time, but they do know what Clarity Automate is. Um, and, uh, Middle and, uh, Mark, welcome back to, uh, to Webcology. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us, Jim, Dave. We're excited yeah, thank to you, Jim you. and Dave. Always good to be with you as always. Well, like we said, the last conversation, what was it like a month, six weeks ago or so you, uh, you put out the click through study and that was a fun conversation. Um, we said we had to have you back again and suddenly you have Clarity Automate to talk about. Um, first of all, um, 
I'm not sure whether we should begin by explaining exactly what SEO Clarity is so that you can explain what Clarity, make it easier to explain what Clarity Automate is, um, or just go into what Clarity Automate is. Um, that, I'll leave that up to you guys. Yeah, well, just as a quick background, um, SEO Clarity, we're an enterprise class uh, SEO pl platform that includes everything from uh, a robust technology that enterprises need to manage their SEO, um, coupled with the support services uh, and all of the uh, good stuff that comes with scale security and all that stuff that comes with uh, enterprise class platforms. Okay, um, SEO, so Clarity Automate, what does that um, do with SEO Clarity and what does, that, what does that add to the picture for your users? Yeah, this is probably the most exciting and not just probably, it is definitely the most exciting development in SEO Clarity's history. Okay. So I'll start with a little bit of a background on the story behind Clarity Automate. Um, about five years ago, uh, I was sitting in a, in a client's office. This is a large multi-billion dollar financial company. And uh, we were just talking about all the things that they had on their list to get done, you know, like any SEO team, uh, any in-house SEO team, or even agencies. There's this long list of things that SEOs want to get done. And one thing, um, just completely looking at me straight in the eye, um, uh, you know, this, this client of ours said, you know, I think we can probably get this title change in by next quarter. I... Kid you not, I literally fell off the chair. I was like, wait a second, this is a multi-billion dollar company and you're telling me a simple title change will take you one quarter. You need to plan a title change a quarter in advance. And he's like, yep, that's just the limitation we have. And turns out it was both a technology limitation on their side, which they were on an antiquated system that didn't allow them to make those kind of changes and dev resources. They just did not have the dev resources to get, get things done. So every title change required a deploy from the development team. And the development team just didn't have the time to do the deploy. So they had to schedule these three months in advance. Boggled my mind, as I'm sure it should for everyone. But the, the, the ridiculous thing here is this is actually not uncommon. Over and over again, over the last five years, we found more and more enterprises, brands, businesses that our SEOs are frustrated or stymied by this, this gap, right? Either it's a technology gap where they're on a system that doesn't allow them to either fix something or deploy something new that they need to do, or it's a gap in resources where they don't have the dev resources or they don't have the business justification or, and they just can't get these things done. How many people in the audience probably relate to that, right? We we all we all feel like that. Now, one thing that, that jumps out at me, I, I I see a thing there. I'm an SEO, where you know all of our most of our audience is, and I see the word automate. And 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 just a chill runs through my <laughs> spine because I go, <laughs> I, I set work? a system loose on 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 my my tools that I, I've seen how that goes. Why why should I not be scared is, is it is it not just going to run rampant through my site and fix everything it thinks and not at all not at all full control for seos on every single thing that they want to have happen and a very robust logic engine so that you can in effect do an if this then that kind of scenarios we built so paint me a picture what's what's an example like for, for this person you were telling like yeah how would this save them a quarter um, in, in a title change, for example. Right. Uh, the simplest example of this would be you want to make the absolute simplest example. Let's start with something that's not even automation as much as just filling the gap because that's it's the simplest use case. You want to make a change to a title? Within a click, right from within the SEO Clarity platform, you can make that change now. You want to implement a canonical? You want to change a canonical? You want to implement retroflang? You want to insert content on pages or even implement schema across millions of pages. All of these become something that you can essentially do within a click and deploy onto your QA environment, and deploy into your production environment and have it live. The automation comes from setting up rules so that you can do things that enterprises need to do, businesses need to do, such as governance. Say you have, you know, one of the most common things that most uh, technical SEOs look at is detecting broken links and getting rid of broken links or replacing them, right? 
What if you had a system that just basically monitored broken links and just removed the hyperlink if it was broken? That's a pretty safe thing to do, right? If it's broken, it's going to a 404 error page. It's a good user experience not to have that link be active. What if you could just remove it? What if Now, I have to ask, is there like a, not an undo, but like a, we took this link out. Here's the link I'd like to put back in its place. Like, give me a chance to fix yeah. it. Is there like and, a, and then more, moreover, will it help me find the correct page to 301 to? That's where the SEO clarity data and insights and the internal links analysis we provide come in. So Clarity Automate is a brand new platform that works alongside the existing SEO Clarity platform. As we've talked on this show before, we collect a tremendous amount of data across all of our clients, everything from their search console to their bot logs to clickstream data that we gather ourselves to rankings, of course. Based on that, we already generate these insights on what pages need to link to where. We already generate insights on what your titles should be. We already generate insights on the content you're missing. All of those insights exist. The challenge hasn't been the data or the insights. For a while now, SEOs haven't been challenged by a lack of data or insights. You know, you can get data and insights and gobs and gobs of it. It's converting those into action. That's the final piece that Clarity Automate is looking to solve. And it solves it beautifully. It connects to the platform, it takes the recommendations, and it can implement those recommendations for you on your site. So to, to put it, I'm going to go back to that first <laughs> tale you told us of a, of a, a, like I've been in those environments. That's why I'm like anchoring on that one. And it's like, oh, hi, I, I know what we're talking about here. Um, when I'm looking at, at the page, for example, and it's, you know, tech stack agnostic, great. So I assume I could like dump it onto any site. If I'm picturing how this works, not, not on the back end, but I mean, functionally, I'm like, yeah, sounds great. Going to sign up. It says no devs required. I'm going to assume that means once you've implemented, like that person would come back to you and they go, we'll have this done. It'll be a quarter because they're going to need to push that change. Is that right? Like they have to <laughs> drop the, the code in where like the title goes here, the description, like all of that. And now I don't need anything or is there some magic that I'm missing there? Yeah. So the magic has to do with the kinds of the ways in which we have built this technology to integrate. Um, there is really, you can start with as simple as no devs required. Uh, and you could go as, uh, as intense as hosting the entire infrastructure, the code that we've built in your own environment. We've actually built a whole spectrum. We, of course, the simplest, easiest way to get started is simply pick up what we provide as our integration guide. And in 10 minutes, if you're a marketer in your organization, you probably have the permissions you need to deploy what you need with the Clarity Automate. If you're a marketer, so what permissions do I need? Like just for, for our audience, we're like, yeah, we have a WordPress site or whatever, right? Like, great. If you um, if you have access to Google Tag Manager or whatever Tag Manager, that's it. Got um, it. If you have access to a field that allows you to insert some a line of code in your verification line of code in your header, that's it. If you're on WordPress, that's it. Starts as simple as this, but for businesses and, and enterprises that need even more deeper integration, it is as simple as having a single SDK implemented on your site with your developers or a simple API that sits on your servers uh, running the entire logic engine on your site. Okay, so it's kind of hard for users to visualize um, how um, a change on a thousands, hundreds of thousands or millions of URLs site can be accomplished from one click. Yeah. Um, is there a way you can sort of um, describe the user interface? Um, and this is radio. I mean, that's, that's the, the, one of the <laughs> great limitations of radio is it's theater of the mind. Is there, I mean, what's the user interface like, and what makes it so easy for, um, for 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 me to know that that product page three levels deep um, is 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 having the effective change made to it? Yeah. So it all sits on top of this huge data ocean that SEO Clarity already collects uh, for each client. So because of access to your sitemaps, your server logs, your analytics, and your search console, we know literally every single page that either Google has picked up or that is indexed or that you have published in your sitemap. And when you go into the UI, you're able to select whether you want a change on a single page, you want to pattern match. So you could say something like every slash product slash should have this change made, or every slash category slash should have this change. Or you can specify regex patterns, 
or you could just go through and upload or select a whole list from this data ocean we've already collected. And that's it. You specify what you want changed on it. For a great example is for an enterprise, you may have a governance rule that says your brand name must always be at the end of the title. And if it isn't there, we can put it there automatically. So we can check if the brand title already contains the brand name. If it's not there, we can make sure it is and get you ahead in your governance. A uh, dirty little secret of the SEO industry, especially in the, since the days of, of, of COVID. In, in, in the before times, many of us may have worked in-house, in offices, on the uh, equipment of our employers. And often that equipment is infinitely more robust than our home equipment is. Um, I mean, let's face it, most of us are using are using like gaming desktops because it's the most powerful units we can get our hands on. But like there's a limitation to what a gaming desktop can do compared mm -hmm. to what a um well, I don't know what a what, what a super strong um server can do. So for me, who's working at home on a fairly robust desktop, don't, don't get me wrong, I got a strong computer, but yeah. what is, when I start crawling a massive site, I am talking super chunk here. My computer slows down to being almost useless. With SEO Clarity, how big is too big for um, me, me running it off of my computer? <laughs> the beauty of SEO Clarity is that it's completely cloud-hosted which means everything that we do is off on our own servers. You simply get access to an online portal and everything runs on our servers remotely, which means there is zero impact on your desktop. You could be on your phone and doing these things uh, and it wouldn't matter because we take up all of the uh, heavy lifting. Uh, to answer your question on how big is how big, um, we frankly haven't reached a limit when it comes to things like crawling and data storage. Today, we have about 10 petabytes of data that we store. We crawl uh, over 100 million URLs on a daily basis. We have tens of millions of keywords uh, that we are checking every few you know, hours. Uh, so there is, that is the beauty of the technology and, and that we built over the last decade plus, this, the, that it allows for a certain level of scale that just isn't possible with anything else. And that's what Clarity Automate is built on. It's built on years and years of our global infrastructure investments that allow us to scale this out globally and deliver sub-millisecond responses uh, for all the changes we're making. Um, Sorry, guys. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. Oh, go, go, go for it, Dave. Please, please. Okay. It, it, it takes a lot for me to go, like, when, when we have on, like, somebody and we're talking, like we are now, like, about a, a specific product. Um, it, it takes a lot for me to go, oh, here's an exciting thing I want to talk about, um, or, 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 like, ask about, because it's not something that you offer right now, but I, I can see on your site that you will, uh, and you probably know where I'm going with this. So, as part of Automate, I, I see that coming soon, there'll be A-B split testing capabilities. Tell me about that, because... For every e-com large site, that just sounds kind of awesome. It is awesome. This is the age-old problem or and challenge in SEO is this entire industry has been built on hearsay, recommendations, best practices. Somebody did something at some point, saw some results, went out and talked about it, and every one of us went berserk copying it, right? <laughs> That's the nature of how this industry, there isn't a book, there isn't a manual. We were just talking about, you know, how if Google published their algorithm, how much, uh, what people thought would happen to the results, right? Uh, there's a reason that it's been published. Much of this has to be figured out. Um, and that's where AB split testing comes in. Uh, unbeknownst to most, uh, we work with some of the world's largest enterprises. And, and over and over again, what we see with these super effective, super efficient and and um, SEOs is that they don't just take their take somebody's word for what works. They test it. And they have been able to, these large enterprises have been able to invest in the infrastructure and the technology to build SEO split testing. SEO split testing is very different than normal A-B split testing, what you could get from you know, an, an uh, Adobe test and target or, or other things. It's very different. It requires a different approach, a different way to measure uh, and so on. These enterprises have been done, been able to do it, but that capability has been locked up and, and reserved for just those that scale of enterprises. 99.9% .9 of other companies don't have that ability when truly they need it. And that's where we are focused is 
using our Clarity Automate infrastructure, we can deliver true SEO split testing to everyone. You don't have to guess on what works. You can actually test, trial, and prove within a few weeks that it doesn't. Now, what, what volume? Like, okay, you, you answer right at the end there. You answer part two of my question. So, okay, well, I know the time <laughs> frame I'm dealing with. Um, so, how many, how many products? How many categories? How many pages? I mean, I, I'm talking e-com because I think that's probably like yeah. the, the natural. Like, this would be awesome there, but I'm sure there's many other use cases. But how many products and categories would I need to run a proper test and get results? Um, in, in sort of a three-week time frame. Yeah, that, that comes down to statistics. So we've built into the platform all of the math and statistics to help you determine how large of a sample you need to take from your pages. If it's your product pages, then how many of those pages need to be included for you to reach statistical significance and how quickly will you reach it? So we built those systems. We've also built all of the Bayesian math that goes behind analyzing your results when you start a test to make sure that you are looking at the results in a way that makes sense and that gives you a very clear answer on whether or not the test was successful or not. So from a scale perspective, you could test every single page on your site. You could test every one of uh, 10 million products if you have 10 million or 100 million products. The infrastructure supports it. From a practical, what would you actually test? There is a whole playbook of what you would test, how many pages you would need, and the workflows built into the platform to help you do that. And that's what's coming soon. I had an interesting question asked to me the other day that I had a really hard time answering using traditional tools. And I, 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 I got a subscription to, to, to most of the tools out there. Okay, so this is a um, easily million plus URL e-com site. And um, they wanted to know which of their pages in the last six months had um, zero visitors and uh, and at the same time, you know, all, all the metrics that say this is garbage traffic, um, these pages are useless, what should we scrap? So using the traditional, again, the, the, the scope of this site is 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 phenomenal. Like, I, I don't even know how many pages are in the site. I've been working on it for two years. Um, it's, it's, it's massive. So... Um, would uh would SEO Clarity um would, 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 would you have one unheard message? Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop, and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Would you be able to give me that answer fairly quickly? Uh, it's a default report. You would have that as soon as you connect your data in. We manage scale at the level of one of the top social uh, social media, I would say, discussion board companies in the world out there with uh, well over you know, a billion pages. Uh, we handle sites that have 100 million pages all the time. If There is no limit to how much data we can consume and process. And for finding things like show me all pages on my site that are you know known or published or I know in my sitemap or have a list of and tell me which ones not had a visit in X number of days, that's just default what our analytics reports can do. Okay, now different um, different marketers have different needs. Um, Different websites have different uh, 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 conversion points. Um, there's the, 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 the lead gen sites that are just trying to grab user information and that's what their conversion is. There's the e-com uh, sites that are trying to sell units of soap and every unit is a conversion, etc. Does um, 
in either the setup or just in practical usage? Does SEO clarity differentiate between the needs of different sectors and, and help people move towards, uh, towards reaching those goals? Yeah, that's a really important point, and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, every industry has its own competitive set. Every industry has a certain amount of its own focus area, the kind of pages it will have, also the searcher intent that they're going after, right? You, if you are selling used cars, you have a very different market and buying cycle than if you have, like you said, leads. If you're a lead gen site, uh, you're going to go after a different uh, portion of that keyword universe. Um, so within the platform, the platform's built, and, and this is the beauty of having been doing something over a decade. You can cover a lot of ground uh, if you're continuing to develop over a decade. We built the platform so that it is applies and it has those features for each one of these industries. Whether you're lead gen, you're an e-commerce, you're a uh, you know, publishing site, there are features built for every one of these uh, industries and client types. Um, quick, quick question. Um, and then the old phrase uh, with, with analytics um, is garbage in, garbage out. I imagine setup is the most important part of, of, of working with, uh, with, with SEO Clarity. Um, first off, is that the most, is setup the most important part of, of, of working with the software? Um, and secondly, is there support for people in the setup phase? 100%. Um, you know, you're totally right about garbage in and garbage out. Um, setup um, is the most critical part. It doesn't need to be the longest or the most painful part, though. And that's where our support team comes in. Uh, we have every one of our clients has both uh, a dedicated client success manager and a technical support manager. And their role is to make sure that we get through these phases, the onboarding and, and the setup uh, in 15 days or less. And for an enterprise, that's really fast. Uh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so do you, um, with larger clients, do you, do you have people who will actually sit down and, and walk them through, um, help them understand the, uh, the scope of, of the software and, and what they should be looking for? Um, or is it, um, does it come with a user manual and you just you know, go to it, guys? No, that's, that's exactly what differentiates an enterprise platform from you know, all, any point solution or other uh, solutions. You can go in and, and just put in a credit card and buy it, right? Which is, it comes with all of the support, security, service level agreements, hand-holding white glove concierge service to make sure that you are getting everything possible out of the platform. Uh, it's these plat the platform is vast. It is incredibly powerful. And it's also built to be very, very customized, uh, customizable to the needs of that enterprise. So it comes full featured um, to be able to help them get the most out of it. One of the, I might jump in on that for a moment. I think one of the things that we hear so consistently in our client feedback, and we're looking at you know why clients renew with us so often, things like that, we ask them. One thing that gets mentioned over and over again is those client success managers and the support people. Um, they become part of our client's team and they really feel that way. Uh, sometimes if we have to propose like a change in a client success manager for a client, they'll fight us. They'll say, you know, you're, you're not taking away Gina. Like I, I love her so much. She's a part of my team. She gets us. She, you know, she knows what we, what we need and she anticipates our needs before we even talk about it. So that's been a huge, you know, we are talking so much about the technology and the platform and it's, it's fantastic. It's amazing. But you know, a lot at the end of the day, a lot of times what makes it for these enterprise level clients is knowing that we're we're partnering with them, we're on their side, we're we're looking for insights and we're digging out things for them and we're suggesting things they could do before they even think about it. So, you know, always adding value like that, I think is very, very critical to our success and our client success. And now we're going into like typical we we we've talked about, about a tool and that's great, but you need to know you need some some brain that sits there and we can talk about Bayesian or, or not, which uh don't be had been mentioned earlier, but getting into like the nuts and bolts, how do you know, or, or how do you keep up with what should be in that tool? Like we, we can talk, there's, there's some no brainers, like, okay, you've got a broken link, right? Like just usability says, get rid of it. <laughs> like, right. So SEO benefits as, as an aside, you know, just, just user behavior, but how do you know what you need to put in there? 
from, from these, these enterprise accounts because everything's a little bit different. So how do you figure out, oh, okay, we need to show this to this people. We need to show this to this people. We need this tool to do all of these different things, but they apply here and they don't. How do you balance that off? I know it's not directly related to how it's used, but I'm just curious because that's a, that's a big scale project yeah. consideration for you guys on your year usability end, not the web, but I, your users end. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll address the question of how we determine what goes into the platform as an insight, which is, you know, Here's a broken link, you should fix this or you should go do this. Um, and it goes back to kind of what we're trying to bring to everybody. We test these. We test each one of these insights. We look at the volumes of data that we are collecting. We do correlation analysis. We look at what we see are AI algorithms and, and machine learning, what they detect as what is highly correlated, what is not as correlated, what works, what is changing. Every time an algorithm update happens, uh, the systems are rerunning all of that data because we collect all of this data daily. Everything we do, ranking data, page crawl data, we collect this daily. So we, have, we are able to look at this vast ocean of data and really the biggest challenge is crunching all of it uh, and distilling it out into insights that are consistent because so much changes in Google so often that we have to try and pick out the things that are a long-term trend that we can actually go confidently and tell the client, hey, in your industry, for your situation, this is probably something you need to do. And that's where our content fusion, content recommendations are, are a great example. They will do a live uh, crawl, but back it up with the data ocean to tell you what your content is missing to be considered more authoritative. You know, this, this, this might be a crazy or naive question, but... Um... Something, something you 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 just you you just said um, made, made prompted it. Um, will there be a time that the insights you gather from so many clients after a uh, algorithm shift or maybe even a core update, where you'll be able to identify things that actually happened in this shift? You know, we're getting closer and closer to the day when we can do that. Um, though it is so that the, the machine learning and the developments that Google is making is also uh, segmenting the industry out and the businesses out much, much more finely than ever before. So six years ago, we could sit here and say, you know, uh, XYZ is a tactic that most people can apply and it would work. Today, that XYZ doesn't apply to that 50, 60%. It applies to maybe a 2%, 1%. You know, that it is becoming so much, so much more about individual pages, individual keyword competition, intent, those things. So while we are trying to get there, our objective isn't to chase the algorithm either. Our objective is to help identify things that help improve the experience and help make us more authoritative as the answer. So chasing algorithms is a fool's errand uh, in our view. It's, uh, and that's, as bluntly as I could. Uh, do you think, like, you've touched on a, on a few interesting things there, but when we're when you're talking about the system and and sort of like looking at the ocean of data and then actually trying to extrapolate from that some semblance of, of reason and insight to, to pass on, especially when, as you point out, there might be something incredibly valuable to two percent, but you've got a hundred percent of the data and you need to distill that out. So that that's going to be incredibly complicated. I assume you have some well-built machine learning based systems in the background. Is that where sort of the tool set, like, I'm not, I don't just mean yours. I mean, like all, is that sort of the, the world that we're heading into is it's just a battle of AI now because Google's got it and now we've got it, you know, and, and it's sort of like the, the cold war of like, okay, we will never figure that out unless we have fast data, clean data, and a better mouse trap to sort of like figure out what, what's going on and, and build in. And it sounds like you've got some, some great data yeah, and we've, great groundwork. We've been super focused over the last decade on, on getting the best data, the largest amount of data, and then building the best insights and building a system and method to build the insights on top. Over and over again, though, where we see clients fall short or, or not see the results is execution. So the problem that we are really pivoting to and we want to shine a light on for all SEOs is no matter how great the data you have, no matter how good the insights, if you aren't executing, implementing, testing, none of it will matter. So we could actually, you know, Google could go and give you the full algorithm. Trust me, 90% wouldn't even be able to get done the things that Google would says in its algorithm you should do. That's that's the trouble is we as an, uh, in, as an whole industry 
are frustrated by things that are sometimes outside our control, technology gaps, dev resources, budgets. And that's where we want to focus in on. If we can, if instead of trying to figure out insights for everyone, which you know there is already a lot of investments in doing that, how do we get help everyone just execute faster, test faster? Then they can be gaining insights of their own for their own industry faster and implementing those. I find sometimes that um, execution on my client's end is limited by my ability to explain what needs to be executed. Um, and different different clients are at uh, or different different companies um, are at different levels of experience um, and different levels of confidence when 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 working in uh, in, in technical in technical search. Um, how do you deal with the uh, with, 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 I guess, a knowledge gap in um, giving explanations to teams that have to implement rather complicated things? Yeah, um, that has been one of the challenges of the gaps. You know, there is the technical gap, the dev resource gap, the knowledge and skill gap. Um, here, a great example is we have plenty of clients who haven't been able to implement structured data because every time they take it to the dev teams, the dev teams have to assign someone to sit down and learn the whole uh -huh. schema vocabulary, right? And the dev teams think in terms of, I need to know the whole vocabulary and the SEO is going, no, I just want you to put an organization schema. That's three lines, just, you know, here it is, copy and paste it in, will you? And they're like, no, 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 that's not how we work. We need to learn the whole thing and we need to go build it. Um, and it's it, it, there's a gap there, right? This is what we're trying to solve too is, our client success and our teams, of course, will help support and we provide documentation and, and the industry is rich with a lot of knowledge out there. Um, but really, if you could just start testing these things, if you could just start executing these things and, and test in small spurts and see what the results are, then you can close that gap by having people who know it, like you know how to do it, you know, you don't need to, you're probably trying to justify doing it more than explain just how to do it either. And I don't, oops, sorry, I didn't, didn't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it's the justification process that we want to get over. The knowledge gap can be closed um, by the automation that platforms and technologies like ours can do, which is how to do it. Uh, and then doing it is also what the final last mile in the technology race that we would call. Indeed. Um, I'm not sure how to phrase this into a question. It's more of a more experiential stuff. Um, There's always a, um, how does it, I've, every time I go into a split test scenario, I go in, you know, it mentally betting that A is going to do better than B. Um, and virtually, I, I would guess 70%, 70% or more, I'm wrong. It's it's the weirdest thing, and I've been doing this for I've been doing this for like like 21, 22 years, and I still my my natural instinct, as it turns out, the traffic and the numbers don't lie. The traffic numbers say that B was more effective than A. Do you ever get and and what do you do when you get? I mean, and this is again, I'm not sure how to phrase this as a question because yeah, every, no, everybody a, has their doctor no in the in yeah. the in in, 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 in like maybe as a developer at the at uh, the client end who just can't imagine why they have to do this. Um, even after doing an AB split, how do you deal with doctor? It does it does does. Again, I'm not sure how to phrase the question, but yeah. there's got to be. A, I'm just thinking that there's got to be a way to use your data to make Doctor No shut up. <laughs> you know, it comes down to I think a couple of things, a corporate culture around this. Usually, the Doctor No uh, in the in the team or, or the person who's the naysayer, like now, still don't believe it. Um, if that's kind of your your uh, your experience, that's usually a part of a culture where a lot of things have been requested that have gone nowhere, right? Uh, internally, SEOs have been going and saying, oh, let's do this and it'll have great results. And then they don't finish the loop and come back and share their results. That builds a corporate culture where they just dismiss everything that SEOs say. And that's culture that has to change and it takes a while to change that, where if you show small incremental successes and then share those results, celebrate those results, then you're more likely to get, um, we see this over and over again, you get more smaller buy-in, smaller wins uh, over and over again to doing bigger and bigger things. Um, and that that's the, it's kind of the flywheel that you want to build, right? There's, there's, if you're thinking about an SEO flywheel, it's the identify, execute, measure. 
how can you do this as fast as possible on as many things as you possible, right? Identify what needs to be done, execute, test it, measure it, go back and start identifying the next thing and getting it done. And that is a that is a whole culture that needs to change around it, especially in large enterprises. I love that answer because most people are like just bludgeoning with the data and you're like, <laughs> no, just change the culture. <laughs> um, <laughs> makes much more sense. Um, how long is this, how long have you guys existed as a company? You know, uh, we actually, our, our origin story is uh, pretty much like a lot of other companies where uh, we started originally as consultants in, way back in 2004. Uh, it wasn't until we became more of an agency where clients started telling us to stop, don't just tell us what to do, help us do it, um, that we realized the need to start scaling the things. And, and that's where SEO Clarity actually came from. SEO Clarity came out of our own agency practice way back in 2005, 2006. Uh, and our first version launched in 2007. It was, it was a tool we built for ourselves to do all of the bot analysis, server log stuff way back in 20, 2007 when we were doing it in access databases. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> way, way, way back in the day. I'm thinking about, about 2006, maybe when, when you guys just started, I was working with one of the original automators with MetaMend, um, Richard Zwicky and the, 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 the whole troop from Victoria VC. Hmm. Um, and we had the hardest time penetrating a market that was um, at that time, naturally afraid of, um, well, erroneous um, interpretations of, of keyword data or, or whatever, just bad implementation, um, mm -hmm. crufty looking output. Um, how at scale do um, you allow developers or your clients webmasters to affect the look of the output? And again, I'm, I'm not talking like on, on one page, but I'm talking like on scale. Yeah, uh, this is one of those challenges at scale where you know you leave data up to interpretation and it'll say anything that you want it to say, right? Mm -hmm. uh, anybody who's worked with anyone in data will, will tell you that. Uh, and this is where frameworks come into place. So at SEO Clarity, we've developed a tremendous number of frameworks for pretty much every step uh, of, of the SEO process. And actually Mark is a big, big part of that, uh, building out our playbooks and frameworks. Uh, and our frameworks are built so that at scale, you follow the steps and you trust the output because years and years of experience have said that that is the method, not, not massaging it, not changing it. That is the method that works. I think you've listed almost like a response to every sort of frustration. I think every SEO on the planet or, or anybody who, who's given advice um, that's measurable has had, which is, you give it, it gets tweaked a little bit, then deployed. It's like, well, why didn't that work? And it's like, but that one little tweak um, took out the keyword, right? Or something think, like that. I think one thing that Clarity Automate does is that it, it puts less cooks in the kitchen, right? That's a lot of that goes bad because there's so many cooks in the kitchen. We've been talking about that for the last hours, you know, how, you know, we're all excited about something. We see something we want to do. We've got the insight. And then we have to go to six other people and, you know, Dr. No is there or the person who doesn't understand it or the dev who says like, okay, I got to study this for the next eight months. We're basically bypassing all of that. We're getting, you know, getting all those other cooks out of the kitchen and saying like, we're putting you, the SEO back where you need to be. You're in charge. You're, you know, if we've done our job right with our clients and the ones who come back again and again, tell us we do is that uh, we've given you what you need to know what you need to do. And we even give you things like actual insights in our platform. We even explain how to do it if you, if you need that, like the way you should carry this out. And it can build right into the task manager. But at the end of the day, it's the SEO now who can say, awesome, I understand it. That's what we need to do. Push the button. Let's do it. Let's get it started. Let's get it out there. Um, I don't want to take Mark, a moment. You know, I've been letting... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oops, this is Mark, right straight on back at you. And, and, and I want to direct this one, one to you specifically. Mm -hmm. Let's 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 sort of reverse this um, to SEO clarity. If a change needs to be made in the platform, how long does it take from A to Z or to Z to to to, to get this implemented? Well, that's that's a question back for Middle because he's the one that makes that. Happen. Yeah, but you're the one who got. Uh, no, 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 no. He's the one who's going to give me. He's the one who's going to give me the CEO's response. You're the one who's got to deal with it. Ah. <laughs> they happen. You know, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, my boss is sitting here in the room, so I'm going to say they happen amazingly fast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, you know, 
very sincerely, Jim, you know, we're friends going way back. Dave, we're friends going way back. You know, if we were sitting alone, sitting at a bar at PubCon, I'd be saying the same thing. Like one of the sheer delights that my last two years, by the way, today is my second anniversary. At, Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Um, just just um, an amazing two years. I can't imagine how much has happened in, in two years. But I've gotten to see that uh, this has become a very well-oiled machine. And uh, the responsiveness that we have, you know, big changes, big developments take time. They're still going to take time. But um, I'm amazed at what Middle has built over the years and with our development team and the whole team in general, our feedback system with our clients. You know, we've said it many times that most of the innovation that we do starts with our clients. They ask for it. If, you know, our, our mantra is kind of like if two or more of our clients ask for something, if we research, if it's feasible to do, if it looks like something that would, you know, apply to people, then we'll find a way to do it. But um, I, I've just, I can just say like, I've been amazed at the responsiveness and, and the pace of innovation right now, you know, my product marketing hat, I have a, I have a project list full of all of these innovations in our platform that are already there. They've rolled out like, and there's so many of them that I've got to space them out for like the next three months. I've got every, every couple, every few days, and like, putting out an announcement about this or that it's look at this new thing. It's actually been there for three months, but uh, we just can't throw it at you, you know, all fast enough. So it, it's been, a, it's been an amazing journey to have that kind of responsiveness and that kind of uh, thing. And if I could take a second, I just want to say um, about the clarity automate development. I think it's a good example of this. Um, on, on the one hand that took years to develop. I mean, it started when middle fell off a chair in an office, you know, as you said, back six, mm-hmm. six years ago or more. Um, it's kind of like Newton's apple, but uh, we've been cracking this nut for a long time. Some of these nuts don't crack easily. Um, there's one of the things when we've t- been talking about this kind of technology is we, we hear back from people all the time. They're like, Oh, that's nothing new. That's around. I've heard of that. I've heard of edge SEO. I've heard of that kind of implication, but you know, this person's doing it, that company's doing it. And we, we saw, and we said like, yes, there's many people that are working in this and have done even some amazing things and some, you know, very, amazing individual applications of it. But the nut that we knew we had to crack for our clients was the big one, was how do you make this work seamlessly at the enterprise scale? How do you literally make it where you push a button and it's safe and it's secure and it doesn't break things and you know all the safeguards are in place and all the insights that you need, all of the reporting that you need on the back end, all of that being there, that was the nut we had to crack. And that took years. It took years. We've been working on this. Is what you you introduce something like this, you roll it out, and everybody thinks like you know, oh, they thought of that yesterday, and here it is. Um, but it's not. But we didn't roll this. We didn't introduce this until we were sure, and we tested it for over a year now uh, with our own clients to say this is going to work. And the thing that we hear back from almost every client that we had in our beta on it is, well, great. Now I can't live without this. Like you're giving me something like. <laughs> I can't go away from it. It's essential now. It's not just a nice add-on or toy. It's absolutely essential to the way we do SEO. Well, gentlemen, um, uh, Middle and Mark, um, we have gone full clock. I have a bunch more questions to ask, but every one of them is going to force either either of you to go over time. So we're, 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 we're going to have to wrap it up here, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, we're like 30, 30 seconds away from closing the show. So... Um, uh, Middle Gandhi and Mark Traphagen from uh, SEO Clarity, thanks for coming in to talk about um, um, Clarity Automate. Um, SEOClarity.com, folks, go check it out. And uh, that dot, dot net. study. We're, we're dot, dot so net. sorry, yeah. SEOClarity.net. <laughs> Thank you. Go check it out. And that click-through study from six weeks ago is still valid, and there's still really killer information in there. Please, please, if you haven't checked it yet, that is an SEO must-read. Um We've gone almost around the clock. We have enough time to remind you that uh, COVID is still very, very real and still dominating our society and our economy. But we know how we can uh, not only slow the spread so our ICUs and hospitals have capacity to help people who have other problems like traffic accidents and heart attacks, but actually slow it so we don't produce more variants and that's called vaccinations friends please get yourselves vaccinated if you have vaccine hesitant friends um or family members listen to their concerns talk to them patiently show kindness and uh and respect even if you disagree with their their outlook but try to convince them of the safety and efficacy of it because that's the only way we're going to get our society and our economy back again and um 
we all very, very, very much want that. Anyway, be kind to each other. Rank well. Um, check out seoclarity.net and stick around uh, wmr.fm. There's some great content coming up after the news. We're going to be back next week. Be well, rank well, be kind, and stay safe. Talk to you later. The opinions expressed in this WMR.FM program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WMR.FM. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.